what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Dun, dun, dun. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk and I guess get real today about some fun things. <laughs> and, and I really believe that this is going to encourage you and empower you and hopefully bring some clarity and some answers around coaching and decision making and just really taking that next step that you're led to take in your life. So possibly provide affirmation or validation that you might need to hear on today. Let's do it. All right. So I was in a mastermind. And if you don't know, I actually host a mastermind called the God's Vibes Mastermind. There is so much great content over there, tools and strategies and coaching and just group masterminding that can happen for those that really want to build spirit-driven success in their lives. It's something that's totally different than building your life on sand and what's acceptable in the world. When you start doing it by the spirit, you can be like, (laughs) what does that look like? What does it mean? How do I do this? It's like getting an entirely different operating system. So the best way to equip and provide tools and strategies and, you know, my favorite coaching that that I can really offer, right, that, that pertains to that is through this group. So if you're craving something like that over on my Instagram, and then also you can find it on julianapage.com, there's an application and there's more about that mastermind if that's of interest to you. However, back to the story, was masterminding with some folks, and this was really pertaining to, but it developed into something much bigger. It was pertaining to a new business and they were really doing some work about who they're called to serve, right? You have to know what you're called to do. (laughs) You've got to know why you're called to do it. And you've got to know who you're called to serve, right? Like what problem do you solve? Who do you solve it for? You've got to really do a lot of that work and get a clear picture of the front end. And a lot of times people can get stuck there. So Folks were working on coming up with their ideal client avatar, okay? And if this is new to you, this could be something that's super familiar to you. But for those that maybe it's not, this might be the first time you're hearing the word avatar, not the movie. But this is really fleshing out who you know that you're called to serve. So this could be... You know, sometimes it's a younger version of you. Sometimes you're already working with that ideal client and you just want more of them. Sometimes it's a mix of different maybe mentors and people that you've experienced in your life that you've wanted to offer help to, whatever it might be. It, it's it's getting all of the details out, like literally like what this person's name is, how old he or she is, where they live, what their occupation is, if they're married or single or has kids or what do they like to do? What do they research? What do they study? What are the questions that they ask? What keeps them up at night? Like you literally go in and get a full picture. Okay. So 
folks were, were doing that. And then we had a person come live and ask a question. And it was really talking about how this person in particular thought they had their ideal client, but they're finding that it's not so ideal. Like this person is, from what they've written out, it's, it's not an ideal situation because they are really being challenged by not investing in what they had to offer, by giving them a hard time on maybe like a sales call of some kind. It was just really creating a negative experience. And this is, you know, before leveling up this person's business. So at the front end, doing all that work to get clear on the client, right? Only to find that, mer, like this does not feel good at all. So I challenged this person and said, why at the front end of a new business that you really are inspired by and want to have so much joy and heart connected to, would you set yourself up to connect with clients that aren't ideal? Like, why would you build it for a client that is not ideal versus literally going after the ones that are ideal? Like, it was just a call to go further. And if that client that you actually fleshed out was not ideal, then it's not ideal right? A lot of times we can lose ourselves and the best of our our energy and resource just trying to cater to people that, that are not ideal, right? And so I was really challenging this person to go back to the drawing board and just reassess who their ideal client avatar is. Maybe you thought that was it, but maybe it's not, right? We evolve and so your clients can evolve with you as well. But how this related to life also... <laughs> was this is often true in relationships as well, right? So there's things like, you know, this person doesn't light me up, like it really costs too much of a sacrifice and investment because this person doesn't evolve with me. Or, you know, I, I maybe you're afraid to choose wrong, but even being afraid to choose wrong, you're already making a lot of wrong thoughts develop in your mind, you're living in like a very negative emotional space every day, you're projecting that onto the relationship that you're in, right? But it's like if you tolerate in relationship, for example, just laziness, disrespect, a lot of just mean, anything that's just like not kind, right? If you are getting that constantly, is that really your vibe? Is that really ideal? Is that what you want to commit to, let's say, in a relationship? Is that what you want to keep showing up for? If you are somebody that is highly motivated and ambitious and visionary and driven and focused and you really produce a lot of the fruit of the spirit and this person is choosing to walk, you know, according to the flesh and you are dedicated to living by the spirit, like why would you continue that if it's not ideal? Okay, so these two things are really, really interesting, right? Like the key here is if this is how you show up, if, if this is what you value, why would you partner with people that don't show up the way you do and don't value what you do? Because for example, in the client situation, they won't value your work and they won't invest in it. They'll just give you a hard time and make you constantly try to prove and defend and validate what you have, which is never a good thing. And then in relationship, there's always going to be friction because this is very similar to being unequally yoked, right? This this is a very unhealthy dynamic that can only cause more damage in the long run, right? Like if it's costing you mental, spiritual, emotional, physical damage now, if you continue to partner with that and agree with that, imagine what the long-term effects of that would be, okay? So kind of interesting how we transitioned to that, but this particular person realized how they had that same vibe or that same 
paradigm operating in their relationships, not just in the relationships in their work environment, but in the relationships in their life. So this was a huge mega breakthrough shift, right? Which we celebrate that super uncomfortable at times, right? But here's what was birthed out of that courage and clarity. Okay. Which is where I'm going to shift into today. <laughs> a lot of times we get caught up in like, I don't know what to do. And this is so frustrating. This isn't working out for me. And rah, 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 right. We go down all of that. And what we need to embrace is that we have courage, right? And we can encourage ourselves. We can literally pour courage into ourselves. That's one of the reasons why we read the word of God. You literally inject courage into yourself, right? And we also have clarity, okay? We do have that. God is not the author of chaos, confusion, drama. That is not God. God makes things so super clear, okay? So to say that you don't know, to really indulge in confusion, to keep running around a mountain or circling the mountain, right? is a disservice to you. And so what I want to offer from these two practical life examples is that perhaps the answer that you are searching for in your own life is simply embracing courage and clarity. You know what? I do know. I do have clarity and now it's just my courage to take the next step, whatever that might be. So often, for example, when we're making change in our lives, we need to cut some things off. We need to cast some things out. We need to make changes. And we can do that. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, right? And I have two, I'm, I'm going to call them power verses that, that really come to mind as it relates to this. And one of them is Ephesians 20. We often don't read this part. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. This is the part. According to the power that worketh in us. Okay, so the wrong idea would be to like, God bless me, God make a way for me. Like, okay, to an extent, depending on where you are in your faith, okay, right? But a lot of times we need to ask God to give us the courage, the clarity, the strength to work his power that he's already got in us, right? To activate it and put it to work, right? We don't have to ask God to make a way. We are it. We are the way. We are the answer, right? But we don't live like that. We often live like a victim and we go into begging and pleading versus asking God to help us activate, activate his energy, activate his strength, activate his decision-making power, activate his clarity, right? We don't often ask for that. So I really want to encourage you with that. Go back and read Ephesians 3.20 in as many verses as you can and speak that over yourself. Turn that into a prayer. God, let me see. Let me know. Let me operate from this. Like, let this take root in my heart, right? And then another one is Colossians 1.29. So powerful. For this I labor, often to the point of exhaustion, in parentheses, <laughs> striving with his power and energy, which so greatly works within me. Okay. So we're not striving by what we can come up with in our own mind. We're not hustling and just trying to push and force ourselves further. We're humbling ourselves and we are literally moving according to his power, his energy that works in us. And God promises that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So if you want to lighten your load, it's involving God. It's humbling us. It's humbling yourself before 
God, right? And God inhabits the praises of his people. So one of the quickest way to do that is to praise God, right? And then let his, let his power invade your life. It's like a door, right? As you start praising God, his power starts flowing into your life, right? Like you are open and a willing vessel. Like you are ready for God's power to be operating in your life when you praise him. It's not just some, you know, cute thing that we do in church where we're worshiping and running around. Maybe that is an expression sometimes, but often it's just remembering who's in control, right? It's not you <laughs> and whose power is mightier than anything that you've ever seen, right? And who is sovereign? Also not you. And who is on the throne, right? Making that shift rather than trying to push and force because we usually make a bigger mess when we try to push and force. So what I am highlighting is that we often pretend like we don't know the answer. We often try to blame other people, blame God, blame circumstances for what is happening rather than accepting that we are powerful, that we've been given authority, that we are creative, that we are quote unquote solutionaries, right? Like we carry solutions to the problems that come up in our life. God's power working through us solves problems, okay? So rather than for rather than looking for all of the solutions in the world, run to God, praise God, amp up your faith, activate his power and energy in your life, which takes courage right? And clarity comes. God is the one that gives us clarity. God is the one that makes the way plain. God is the one that establishes our steps, but we've got to ask. We've got to seek. We've got to knock, right? We've got to let him be God in our lives, okay? So I just wanted to point you back to that. Now, the other thing that I said that I would share on, we did something fun over on my stories today over on IG. If you don't follow me, it's at MS Juliana Page. So Miss Juliana Page. That is over on my stories on Instagram. We did a Q&A, which was super fun. So I asked if there was any, and usually you probably are if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> I asked if there's any personal development junkies out there. I happen to be one but personal development, let me just tell you, radically changed when I shifted from just self-helping my way through life and trying to go to every conference, read every book. Like I still go to conferences and I still go to books as I'm led, but I would like do that just to like, I need information, I need to grow, right? It shifted for me when I surrendered my life to Christ, okay? And when I decided to live a spirit-led life because reading the word of God is like looking in the mirror, okay? God reads your mail. <laughs> and holds it up for you. And God is the master coach, okay? So my personal development really involved just growing in my relationship with God and having a personal relationship with God and allowing him to, to do the heavy lifting, strangely enough, and then guide me to the next steps that I needed to take, whether that was, you know, making different health changes as far as a workout routine and how to best take care of myself, what foods to eat, what not to eat so I could get better sleep and whatever, right? And just to stay present and take care of this vessel he's given me. Could be relationships that I've involved in or not. It could be how I invest my time, what I invest in and what I no longer invest in. So many things, right? So I opened up my Instagram to talk about coaching, okay? Because I believe in spirit-led coaching, all right? Which means I involve the prophetic, I involve prayer in it, but it's really leveling up your life 
but God is the one that does it. So together we partner with God to bring transformation in your life. So what I did was I opened up my Instagram to ask some just basic questions about life coaching and about having a coach in your life. So I asked people if they were personal development junkies. A lot of people said yes. Like, I don't think there was any no's, <laughs> which is not a surprise. And then I asked them if they'd ever thought of hiring a coach, right? Because it's just, there's so much value. I think we all need one, if I'm honest. I had my first encounter with a coach when I was like 21, 21 or 22. And it just changed my life forever change my life. And now I am one. I hire them. It's just, I think we need them. <laughs> I think they should be a part of your team, a part of your business, for sure, a part of your life, right? So a lot of folks said yes to that as well, that they've thought of hiring a coach. And then the next slide or story, <laughs> I did a question where I asked them, what has stopped you? Because a lot of us do this. We get so excited about making changes in our health or you know, moving or whatever it is, just making a big change in our life that makes us uncomfortable. And then we come up with all the reasons not to do it and we just get stuck or we stop. We don't pursue it. So I thought that I would answer those questions and I was gonna do it live here today. So if you have ever had questions about coaching, you are also free to, to let me know and reach out. I do have a way that you can connect with me any questions related to coaching over on the website. Again, it's julianapage.com. You can just go to the contact page and reach out and we go through all of those. So we'll get a response to you, but that's probably the quickest way to do it. Okay, so I was just gonna answer some of these for you here today, just as a fun little bonus. All right, so let us do this. All right, first response that I got, again, these are reasons why people have stopped. Like they've talked themselves out of it. They haven't actually hired a coach. These are reasons why they haven't done it. Okay. So my objective was to just provide different perspective, which is what I'll do here. First response, I'm afraid to invest in myself. So I haven't invested in coaching because I'm actually afraid to invest in myself. Okay. And again, uh, some of these are so interesting. I would love to know more of the story or the narrative of this person's life, but I don't have that. So I'm just gonna, I'm just going off of like legit what it says word for word, okay? So if you can relate to this, you're afraid to invest in yourself, I'm gonna flip the script on this. So what I said is try flipping this. What are the consequences of not getting the help that you need, okay? So I was a former person too that, you know, grew up as a people pleaser, a codependent, walked through a lot of trauma, therefore prioritized everybody's needs over my own to the point of not knowing what they were anymore, right? That's a really hard place to recover from, okay? So investing in yourself can feel super weird and awkward, right? That could be really scary. You don't know what you're gonna find. It can just feel very vulnerable, like you're naked, right? So the bigger question to this though is what are the consequences of not getting the help that you need. So personally, I knew that if I didn't invest in my coach when she showed up in my life, I was more afraid of what would happen if I didn't dive deeper into answering these questions that she so gracefully asked me <laughs> and that haunted me, right? I was so afraid of not getting clarity in my own life and how my life would evolve if I didn't invest in coaching. Literally, it freaked me out. <laughs> more so than being afraid of investing in myself. I was afraid of the consequences of not doing it, 
okay? And most people don't go after what they want because of what they think they will have to give up. So a lot of times we're not going into an investment thinking of what we can gain, which is the wrong perspective. We just think of what we have to give up, which is usually, you know, time, finances, right? Those are like the very basic things at the beginning of any investment that we have to give up. So we think of that versus like what we're going to gain, who we're going to become, how our life is going to change and how we're going to completely up level our life, right? Many also imagine themselves suffering in order to have a result. But I would argue, why does that have to be the narrative? Why does that have to be the story? Like a lot of us have learned to celebrate how hard we work or how much we suffer, right? But I would say, do we actually model too how to prosper and how to have and enjoy our life like we're promised? I don't know. Worth evaluating. Okay. What if it were possible to have what you want and feel good, not deprived? Because it is. Okay. Next question or next reason. I feel like I should accomplish my goals on my own. Said what? (laughs) Well, here's the thing. We all have blind spots. Okay. We all have blind spots. A coach actually shows you these blind spots. They'll see the car moving up on your side and alert you before you even decide to switch lanes, okay? So it is so, so good and so important to have somebody that's outside of your life that maybe isn't caught up in your thought process or doesn't have these emotional triggers connected to it or just they can see things that you can't, right? They can see around your life. They can see anything that you might be blind to. So it's always important to have that in your life. Next reason, I'm afraid of what people might think. My thought, does that serve you for who you want to be? Like eventually we have to get to this place where we are not people pleasers, but we are God pleasers. So the opinions of man do not dictate how we're going to show up. All right. I think the world is actually being challenged by that right now. Okay. A coach catches wrong decisions before you make them so you can make less unintentional mistakes. And we make a lot of these subconsciously and out of fear. A coach also helps you make intentional decisions about the future. Okay. And they help you learn from your mistakes. so You don't repeat them. Like we literally don't want to keep circling the same mountain. We don't want to have to keep going back to school over the same issue. We want to learn it right. So we can keep moving into greater freedom and joy. All right, next reason. I don't know where to begin, right? The the key here is usually action, right? The the best way to find out is take action, right? And if God is, you know, not for that, he will let you know. (laughs) Sometimes he's just waiting on you to move. But having a coach is like getting a master's degree in your own human behavior and why you do what you do, right? You graduate when you have the things you want and are living the way you imagined you would when you talked about when I grow up, I want to blah, 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 right? What we always meant when we said that, when I grow up, I want to be or I hope to become or I'm going to be, you know, whatever it is. What we really meant with that is when I have personal agency to decide for myself and all of my life, right, then, (laughs) And then we go and we give all of our agency away by not knowing how to manage our mind, our emotions and conversations with ourselves and other people. Okay. So we set out with like an ambition. We have this great inspired thought and then we literally get in our own way by letting go of our accountability, our authority, our responsibility, right? We just blame other people. We project stuff. We don't do our work. All right. Next reason I never ask for help. 
my thought, are you ready and willing to, right? Like how has that worked out for you? <laughs> a coach listens to you talk and points out anything they hear that doesn't serve you for who you want to be, how you want to feel, and where you want to go. They listen for how you are giving away responsibility for your feelings, actions, and results to other things and other people. They ask questions so you can reveal to yourself, right? You literally are doing the work here. The coach is a guide, a facilitator, right? But you are the one that's revealing to yourself how you are really thinking and feeling about a situation so you can get clear about the next action you want to take, a response you want to give someone, or a decision you want to make. Next reason, this is new and I don't really trust in the outcomes. Trust is built, okay? So you're not going to think your way to trust. <laughs> that's going to be a faith move on your first step. A coach helps you experience more of your life, get more quality out of each moment of your life, be more productive at everything you do, creating more quality in your life, and doing it all with more intention, giving you a higher percentage of things that you actually care about, right? They help you set boundaries, say no, say yes, and unbind yourself from obligations to yourself and other people. A lot of times we do things that we should, quote unquote, or have to do. Is that true? I got to a place in my life and through coaching where I stopped doing things that I felt obligated to do because I actually felt like that was unkind and uncaring, right? If I am obligated to do something, usually I don't want to. So why would I give you the impression that I do? That doesn't serve anybody. Okay, the next one or reason is time or timing, okay? My encouragement is to pray about this, right? Like if the Lord is leading you to a coach, then the answer is yes. <laughs> and he will provide the, the resources, right? Follow the inspiration in your feel it, in your spirit. Whoa, because because we never feel ready, right? We never feel 100% ready to make change in our life. That's why we do it by faith and by God's strength and courage and clarity, right? Everything we do in life is because of how we want to feel. Literally every decision. We are more often motivated by false pleasures like food, money, material things, and we can be motivated by real pleasure, fulfillment, contribution, growth, and love. A coach helps you spend a greater percentage of your time seeking true pleasure rather than false pleasure so you can have a higher quality of life and less negative results you don't want, like addiction, weight gain, too much stuff, an unfulfilling job, or relationships that suck the life out of you instead of adding to you. Next reason, money, cost, investment, right? Here's the thing. Hiring a coach is the cheapest, fastest way to get results. Literally, if you look at the long game, so true. The most expensive way to learn is through experience. So working with a coach actually eliminates years of unnecessary trial and error. All right? So that was divine inspiration to share today. That was nothing that I had planned to share, but I hope that it's relevant and helpful to you and gives you a little bit more perspective. Maybe it's encouraging you to delegate, to ask for help, to move on the courage and clarity that you do have, <laughs> or to just pray for more of that in your life. So I'm just going to pray this out. I'm also led to do that. I'm going to pray this out. And then before I do, if you want to connect or if you want to learn more, if you want to do a book study, go through a course, get in the God's Vibes Mastermind, whatever is on your heart, go check out julianapage.com for those things. All right. So God, we just thank you for the encouragement of this message. We thank you, God, for the truth, which can be uncomfortable, God. 
We thank you that you are setting up everyone under the sound of my voice to step into more freedom, right? To have the life that you've promised, which is one of abundance to the full till it overflows. We pray, God, that you bestow courage and clarity over everyone hearing this podcast. We thank you, God, that you give them the strength and the empowerment to make the changes in their life that they are led to make, whatever that means. We pray that you would make the way plain, guide and establish their steps, and call them into the vision of what you have in mind. And we say this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, humans, until next time, stay blessed.